Hello, you're listening to Back to the Point. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Migs, and your other host over there, his name is Ian. And uh, Ian, today I want to kick off the podcast by um, just talking about how the Sharks are just the biggest cheating team in the NHL <laughs> who get absolutely all of the egregious calls called in their favor over their 27-year history. I mean, it's just, just such a joke how the NHL has favored this team year in and year out with just ridiculous non-calls, ridiculous calls, and, you know, just lifting up, lifting them up to a success, right? For any of the success <laughs> that could be said they've had. Don't yeah, you they agree? Go, they go out of their way oh my gosh. to make sure that, <laughs> that we win. Despite of, what the rule book says, literally of, exactly how it's written. Oh, yeah. Of all the problems that the NHL has with its officiating and the Department of Player Safety and everything, the Sharks and the way they're treated is the worst thing, right? Oh, my yeah. gosh. I just, yeah. People have short memories. I just don't get how you can say that the Sharks, like, okay, that first call in the Vegas series clearly – People have issue with that. That's fine. I don't get how you can have issue with this, this mm-hmm. offside call. Like literally, it's by the definition he was offside. It wasn't close. You could see that his right foot was past the blue line, not touching it on the ice. He was leaning to his right. The socks just have these gigantic, big, solid stripes on them. And you can see that his left foot is higher than the right foot because of the stripes that he's provided by the socks. So it's very easy to see that it's off. And once he lifts up that left, le- that left leg, he's made offside. And it's just like a very simple call. And Landeskog, after the game, in the post-game interviews, everyone was trying to get him to say that it was like a bad call. He was asked like four questions in a row in the post-game story about this. And he basically was like, yeah, this was on me. Like, I need to change quicker. I did a slow change. And uh, I shouldn't have – I shouldn't have done it. It was offside. I don't – you know. And basically, he, he was then saying, like, yeah, I don't uh, want to be a ref like that. Like, they have put in a hard position. They have to make these judgment calls. Like, yeah. And basically, he blamed himself. He said he was offside. And he said – it was because he took too long to change. And he did. He was standing there for like six seconds before he did something. And like, that's like, it's like playing competitive hockey rule number one, get onto the ice, get off the ice. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's, yeah. But you know, people are really upset about it because of the time. People are upset about it because they want to be upset. Yeah, obviously. But the situation, you know, it's game seven and it's a big, big goal or no goal uh, at that point in the game but several instances back in the in the last in this series in the last series where mm-hmm. um you know th- there was that uh Timo Meyer high stick on LeBanks goal that got called back that yeah you know did, did he actually make contact was that just a big dive <laughs> right? yeah um I mean that's the biggest one I can think of uh the, in the last series, before to, uh, the other thing, there was the Couture not only gold called back, but then they gave us a penalty, which oh, was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. needly, needly, need we recall the three OT goaltender interference non-goal call 
that got called back against oh, the Predators a couple ago. years ago when we were on our way to the Stanley Cup Finals. I will it's, never it's a... forget that. I will never <laughs> yeah, forget we, that. Pavelski we gets shoved from behind as he gloves the puck into his hand, onto the ground, hits the ground. He sticks and swats it into the goal, not making any sort of contact with the goalie. On his way. He's not trying to do anything. And the player shoves him in his back into the goal, and they call it a no goal. And, the, and they took a win from us right there. You know, yeah. ridiculous because it was overtime. We would have won right there. Yeah. That will be ammo to use in conversations like this, that alone for many years to come. Right. Yeah. By the way, I just remember I, I'm aware of that uh, LeBang thing because I listened to Brady Brazil's podcast and mm. he mentioned that. But uh, anyway, I mean, outside uh, of that, this series was not, I mean, the fans were up in arms, but this was a really clean series like night and day from vegas can i just say something though the fans are up in arms but are they as up in arms as vegas fans no no like no and that's part of what the point is that you're just making yeah. that that vegas series and just the saltiness dude it was <laughs> from something that else. fan base oh gosh yeah i don't and that that's an issue yeah not really looking forward to having to spend time with them in our division for a while Definitely. Hopefully Seattle comes in and they get alignment somehow, which will never happen, but that would be I'm, perfect. <laughs> I'm looking forward to like a decade from now when hopefully suck. the Vegas has gone through like a stretch of being like a bad team and their roster has turned over almost completely. Yeah. And it's just like a different set of players and maybe a different coach. And it's like, well, I hope you are a different team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just Jonathan Marshall show whining at the ref at the at the media going off saying what a terrible call it was like whining 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 and then Gabriel Landeskog just saying like yeah you know it was on me it's like I don't I don't want to be a ref like they have a hard position blah 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 and but the media is egging him on to say it was a bad call and he just repeatedly denies over and over and over one is captain material one is classy one is not yeah and and as a whole, you know, this series, and I think we were predicting this ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Even at the beginning of the series, we were saying it was refresh- refreshing to play against an opponent that we just didn't vehemently <laughs> dislike. Vehemently, yeah. And I mean, the, the series definitely had its ups and downs, and you super want to beat them, and, and, and the animosity grows. But at the end of it, you're like, well, yeah, you know, it was an intense series, but am I going to hold a grudge against the Avalanche? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I I hope this whole, like, offsides thing doesn't make them hate us forever. I mean, of all egregious things, like... That was that's totally not, That's not an egregious just happened thing, like you said. Seven. It's just part of the rules, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, outside of Game 7, how did you think the whole series went? Yeah, I, it was such a... Te- it was literally a teeter-totter of a series. Um, mm-hmm. I thought... When I when I watched the Sharks play in Game One, I really liked the game. It was a breath of fresh air from what the Vegas series had been, which was so tight checking. The Sharks didn't really have a lot of room to play their game and forecheck as well as you would hope. But they were just all over the Avalanche in that first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they honestly strayed away from that of playing that way so well, so consistently. 
until game seven. Yeah. So honestly. game one and game seven were definitely the high points of like, wow, the Sharks can really play an effective forechecking cycling game and be such a dominant team. And even the games that they won, like game three with Couture, Couture's heroics, that was so much on him. Game five was honestly like a pretty close game. And, um, you know, it was a 2-1 score. That was a lot tighter. Uh, game seven, you know, it ended up being 3-2, but the Sharks were were, were the much better team mm-hmm. uh, for most of that, that game. You know, and kudos to the Avalanche. The push they put on, put on to try and tie it at the end, that last 10 minutes, they were playing furiously. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I mean, Jones, they have to. You expect it from absolutely, them. Absolutely. You know? But they like, were able to do it. It's not like they crumpled and died. They showed some heart. Definitely. It didn't crumple and die like the Golden Knights, right? So yeah. um, they they definitely pushed, and Jones was amazing. Grubauer mm-hmm. was great, but Jones <laughs> ended up being know, just Jones a little bit better. Win- a little bit better, you know? And um, kudos to them for being just as far as opponents go. That was like overall the series, a great, a great competitive series. Yeah. And, you know, if they want revenge, maybe they wore us down enough through a second game seven. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly think so. That we just faced two teams that are based off of a counterattacking rush offense style, mm-hmm. and those type of teams, those are those are quick strike offenses. They're not built through sustained pressure in the same way. Although I, I was impressed with the cycle game that Colorado had, and their defensemen were a lot more mobile mobile and dangerous than I think Vegas's were. So that was an added threat. But to me, I think the Sharks heavy forechecking style of just absolute locking down the neutral zone and coming in waves hard to prevent breaking out from the defensive zone for the other team is the perfect foil to these types of teams. Yeah. What let us down and why personally I think it dragged to seven is honestly Nathan McKinnon he can do that. He's one of the world's best players. He's top five up there for sure. Um, and, you know, you can't, we found out a way to later in the series of how to neutralize him. I think it was game six. He only had one shot game seven. He left for a period cause he took a, a self-inflicted injury. Unfortunate for him, big break for the sharks. We get two goals. That's great. But even then I, I don't think he scored a goal. No, he, he may have had an assist or a he had secondary. an assist. On he had an assist the on reverse the... goal, so he didn't yeah. have anything. I think. Yeah. So once we figure out how to neutralize him, that's great. I think that's a big boon for DeBoer and his coaching repertoire of how he can deploy that same strategy for future people, like a McDavid or a Crosby, like that. But we saw that the Sharks had the ability to lay down this pressure hard and dominate the Avs for extended periods of time. And the Avs were really good. I think they're better than anyone expected this postseason. Um, they were able to dominate the games too. But we dominated, I think, uh, more than they did. And for, like, the intensity of which we dominated was was crazy. There was multiple times in Game 7 where we had sustained zone pressure and we, like, changed the offensive line. Like three or four times. Three or four times. (laughs) In their zone. (laughs) Yeah, three or four different instances where we were able to change our offensive line while sustaining pressure. Yeah, spending minutes in their zone. It was crazy. Yeah, exactly. Not having Pavelski hurt us for sure. We're not the offensively most gifted team, 
we are an offensively very deep team and our depth is what makes us hard to handle. But when we lose our best offensive player in Pavelski, who links the defense, the burn shot from the point into, uh, you know, a tip that creates a rebound that creates a goal. Um, missing Pavelski is the worst offensive piece for us to miss. And Man. I think that was huge. Yeah. And I think you saw in game seven immediately, they hadn't even played against him the whole series, and he scores really early. Yeah. I think if we had Pavelski, I think we could have ended the series sooner. Yes. Fortunately, we didn't. Glad he got his rest, and now he has an additional three days until Saturday. Man, what what an absolute performance by him to to get that. Oh, my gosh. That, that just textbook mm-hmm. tip, but then also that pass was like Thornton-esque in his prime. And, I mean, he's still capable of doing that, but – that feed behind the net, man, that was, that was, yeah, that was real good. And, uh, you know, I want to say about the sharks, another note on this series and kind of the way they played, you know, not everything was there, but something that I think was really consistent throughout the whole series was the team's defensive play. And you definitely know that the goaltending got to be where it needs to be. And I yeah, think that's it's like encouraging. a three something save percentage. Yeah. That's definitely over the encouraging. past like, series. He's doing great. Yeah, that's definitely encouraging moving forward. Uh, going to play St. Louis, that you know they, I don't. I honestly don't know how fast of a team they are, but the They're Sharks not. being able to lock down the neutral zone, as you were saying, and play that defensive game, and Jones being being on point will be helpful. You know, and um, I just you just got to hope that that people aren't really lagging game to game on offense that they can, you know, still push the play uh, through good stretches of games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, I, I will say, I think you're right. Our defense really kind of locked it up, especially compared to the Vegas series. However, having someone that offensively talented, like McKinnon, who that, who, who was getting like 23, 24 minutes a night, like, he was almost matching Vlasic's minutes on ice, right? Mm-hmm. And defense have a much easier time playing than forwards. It's not as def- often, it's not as uh, physically demanding from your legs, so they can play more minutes. Yeah. Um, I think having Carlson and Burns, and Carlson, for good, for, I would say, this whole series, he was off his game. He was, especially in game seven, he was making a lot of easy, simple decisions that were just stupid. And uh, like two or three of them resulting in extremely lazy penalties and a lot of times really bad pinches where on a team that's built on capitalize on that poorly made decision as fast as possible and a team like Vegas and Colorado, that's going to be, that's going to hurt a lot more. Whereas a team like the Blues, who are kind of after the Sharks in a more like lock down the neutral zone uh, cycle game, like we saw a couple of years ago when we went to the Western Conference Final. They're the same team, more or less. They have some different faces, but they play the same style. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't feel like the game, maybe it will be intense, yes, but it will not feel like, holy crap, how do we defend this? Even when the Sharks dominate those games, all it takes in the back of our minds is a, is a rush the other way, and they very likely can score because they had, in Vegas, an entire system 
perfectly crafted to do that. And they had Miko Rantanen and um, McKinnon with the abs. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know too much of what to expect from the blues. I still view them as this defensive heavy game. I think back mm-hmm. to the 2012 blues that played that whole trap style, which was extremely so frustrating and so boring. But then again, when we played them in the 26 final, they weren't quite that team anymore. They've got some skill up front with Tarasenko. I know they have uh, Ryan O'Reilly mm-hmm. and um, they've got some, some big blue liners. Um, yeah, so Petrangelo, I, yeah. I definitely think that it's a winnable series, but it's going to be tough. Like they yeah. they're definitely going to want to have revenge for <laughs> taking their shot at the at the Stanley Cup final a few years ago, but you know, the Sharks have a lot of motivation as well. So uh it's yeah. it's going to be Oops, a sorry. stressful series, another stressful series. Oh, I hope it doesn't go 7. Oh you know? gosh. Yeah. I will say I think everything you said is perfectly right. I think they're probably a little bit um, – they they had Mike Yo and he was fired midseason because they were literally at December. They were the worst team in the league or something like that or bottom five. And then they made it all the way to the playoffs and almost won their division. Mm-hmm. And they have their interim coach that still is doing that. I don't think he's changed the style that drastically. Um, I think they probably say play a similar style. Maybe it's evolved a little bit, but I think in the simple fact that it's going to be a different looking matchup for the sharks, that isn't going to be ultra fast rush. I think the sharks are, can handle those. And it's, we still are a better teams against those teams because the sharks have a play style that counters it, but we actually have the personnel to beat it. Whereas most other teams may have a play style to counter, but not the actual personnel to do it versus on paper where the sharks are really good. I think they have some offensive dynamo people on their defense and Petrangelo, but Petrangelo is not a burned. He's not a Carlson. Our defensive depth definitely is better. Right. Their, their top defensive rung is like, you know, more defensively lower than ours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And their offense, they have Tarasenko, but Pavelski scored 38 this year, you know? Yeah. Tarasenko maybe scored 43, but we have three or four 30 goal scores. Okay. So again, depth on offense. Second, I feel like probably first, second lines, they're probably matched well, but the third line for us really breaks our, how much do you think again, give you the plays into the series? Well, I will say the blues just finished the game seven against Dallas, and apparently that was a really hard-hitting series, too. And double overtime. Yeah, they had a couple overtime games. That one went to double overtime, you're right. Um, Who did they play in the first round? The Predators? That was who Dallas played. Uh, Oh, right. The Jets, then, for the Blues. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, the Jets are a heavy-hitting team as well, and I think that one might have gone to six. It did, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they played one less game than us. Yeah. So, and I was considering that. And, you know, the fact that they did play the double overtime is another factor. So they, they might be yeah. equally banged up. I'm, I'm not sure if they've had any injuries so injuries, far. Yeah. It's interesting. And if they have injuries, it's nothing to severely take them out of the lineup. You know, it's no one big. 
Yeah, and it's interesting, though, how you look at, you know, we're talking about the end of the regular season, how we hope the Sharks are, are really healthy. But, you know, it's already two rounds into the playoffs, and we're to the point where the Sharks have been injured, but have, like, are coming back from yeah. injuries within yes. the playoffs, which is totally. so, which is strange. And it, it's it's like the playoffs have already been so long, and you just get to the point now where you realize, man, you've had eight wins, and you need eight wins more to, to win the Stanley Cup. It's already felt so long. It's so, so much of a grind to win a championship in the NHL, which is just so daunting. Totally. Um, I agree. And to that effect as well, very thankful to have Donskoy and Pavelski back. Yes. What, over the entire length of the Colorado series, what we were really lacking was offensive people to finish and put the puck in the back of the net of all these chances that we were getting. We were able to get a one-goal lead, a two-goal lead, but not three-goal leads, right? We needed those three-goal leads because as soon as they get that one goal against and it's a two-goal lead, then they just need one more and they've tied it. And that's very different from the team behind looking, hey, we just need one. Right. Yeah. Instead of we need two to get into a position to tie it. So I really think having Donskoy and Pavelski, the series would have been over sooner, given that we were able to outmatch. Uh, Jared Bednar is doing great with his team, but we were able to shut down McKinnon, essentially, off the score sheet in the later half of the game of the series, at least for Game Six. And we definitely early in the series, McKinnon looked crazy dangerous way more than he did in the latter series. So they definitely, DeBoer outcoached Bednar. Maybe it's just because he had the personnel to do it. Bednar's team isn't quite as deep as ours. Um, so, yeah, I, I just completely agree with what you're saying. We got hurt, very, very hurt, and now they're both back, and they've had, they will have had three days off until Saturday to heal up as well. And not Whereas to mention, the Blues will have four, so maybe that double OT may not hurt as much for them. Yeah. And not to mention Carlson on the injury front. You know, he's in terms yes. of his skating, you know, he still like just stops and stops skating sometimes. But I'm not sure that's because he's injured. I think that's just because he he just decides to play the puck with his stick instead of keep moving his skates. And he doesn't mm-hmm. always do it, but it's it's been bad sometimes. It's like led to like game seven. It's led to goals sometimes, like yeah. that time where he chewed out Dylan after the play. But it's like, dude, Carlson, you stopped skating and hoped to get to like get your stick on the guy's stick, and he skated by you and got the pass off. Mm-hmm. Dylan made a fine decision standing up to the guy at the blue line, and there wasn't a forward back checking, and you stopped skating. It's like he's probably. Yeah the third person to blame in priority uh, on that. Yeah. Play. We're still mad about that too. I didn't like him doing that to Dylan yeah. on the bench. I see. I told you about it yesterday and you're yeah, like, and oh, I, I saw didn't see video. that. And then you saw it and you're like, yeah, I don't like that. See, it's not yeah. nice. It's not good. Yeah. That being said, like, I know you're kind of turning against Carlson. Like over the I'm not turning days. against Carlson. You I just t- am... retweeted so many things. It's like, I don't want this guy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm more understanding, like, is he worth $11 million? If you had asked me in, you know, what is it, you know, February, March? Yeah, he is. But that was for, like, a 20-game span, right? But for the other 50 games he's played for us, 70 games at this point, now that we have 14 games of playoffs, is he worth $11 million? No. No, he's not. 
right? He has not earned that contract. So to me, yes, I want him on the team, but it comes down to how much are we going to pay him? And I, I don't hate him. He, he's like Burns, where Burns, you know, high risk, high reward, except for Burns seems to be able to flip a switch and get a little less risky in the playoffs. Yeah. He's a lot better defensively than Carlson. Well, Burns also and had then, a good defensive season overall. He was, he's been yes, pretty consistent. But Burns yeah. also had 10 points in one playoff series, which is a, the NHL tweeted some record about that today. Yeah, since most since 1994, like Brian Leach or something like that. Yeah, and, who had 12 and he had in the, the most Cup points final. in the, the NHL for the past 25 years in the regular season. And it's crazy because Burns got seven of those points in two games. Yes, yes, exactly. And the NBC can't stop fawning <laughs> over McKinnon when Burns is literally making historic numbers. Yeah. And they're uh, like, McKinnon... I, I... I can't stand listening to yeah, that. I don't want to talk about that for too long, but um, yeah, well, we should finish it up now. Cause yeah. Um, then we can sidetrack into a bunch of other stuff. Um, yeah. I don't really want to get into contract stuff Yeah, because we can talk about that when the sharks either a win the cup or B lose. Yeah. But for now I'm not against Carlson. I, I just see that, you know, Burns is making what he makes. Maybe if Carlson gets nine, nine and a half, like I can live with that. But Burns has shown the ability to lock it down defensively or at least to a degree that Carlson has not. And in these high-pressure situations, Carlson is folding and making stupid, stupid decisions like just not skating and using your stick and hooking when you're like four feet behind yeah. and not skating. Game seven was a terrible look for Eric Carlson. Yeah. This whole series has been pretty bad for him. And the series before that, the series before that was a little understandable because he's coming off some big injury. He's probably still fighting it a bit. Maybe these three days will help him, and he'll look amazing against the Blues. He probably will have more time and space against the Blues. Well, let's hope that he picks things up on on, uh, both ends of the ice and Mm -hmm. uh, the Sharks just play a more consistent game as a whole and just dominate and win in four. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just excited not to watch a team that plays this rush offense. Yeah. I'm excited to play a different style of hockey and watch it. Western Conference final rematch from uh, yeah. three years ago now. All right, man. Yeah. Well, this is. I truly fun... think the Sharks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I truly think the Sharks will win, whether it's in five, six, four, seven. They can do it. I just hope we don't play Boston because that would just be like. If we play Ve- Boston. That would be like Vegas part two. It, oh, for sure. It will be bad. They're like, oh, the game seven calls have been bad for the Sharks. Wait until Boston plays in the final. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be brutal. I do not want that. Anyway. So go go Hurricanes. Go Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. I know, but then that's another rush team, right? So <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, please don't. Yeah, pick your poison. Um, yeah. Anyway, they got to get through one round first. Anyway, yep. um, it's been fun. Let's go Sharks. Let's go all the way to Cup Final. And finally, hopefully, <sighs> hopefully it's the year, right? Man, that would be so crazy. Jumbo's getting closer. He can smell it. Yep. All right. We'll go Sharks. Go Sharks.